Hello, everyone, and welcome to We Are Weezer, Season 2, Episode 33, California Snow. I am Rachel, and I am here today with Sue Ann. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and, um, well, first I'll tell you a little bit about We Are Weezer. We Are Weezer is a podcast about Weezer. And my co-host, Juliet, and I, along with other special guest hosts, dig around, find details on your favorite songs, one per show. We give you all the details, and we review it and rate it using our super secret special rating system and more. So what's new with season two? We changed our format a little bit. We're going to try and shorten it up, get it super tight like a taiga, and... um, (laughs) (laughs) hopefully you got that reference um (laughs) hopefully you've also listened to our part of our new format is having a mini every other week and hopefully you enjoyed my mini on electric lady studios last week before we talk about you sue ann why don't we (laughs) jump right into weezer news (laughs) Or something. <laughs> oh no! Oh, she lost her headphones, guys. <laughs> I got Hold too on. Excited. <laughs> oh boy! She just loves Weezer news that much. <laughs> I like threw my head back in excitement. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, um, I mean, <laughs> I didn't really. So, uh, what's new in the Weezer news? side of town (laughs) so what I did was kind of I went through all their like social media just to see what was kind of popping up in their personal lives I guess and I went through Brian Bell's I guess he posted something recently he posted like a Dodgers one and then there was like one before that and he's so Brian he is (laughs) Brian so Brian brain (laughs) um a little backstory on this, like this first one, Sue Ann and I like had a little uh, chat in the car on my way home and like just kind of like talked about pretty much everything mm-hmm. that we liked and podcasts and stuff. And well, maybe maybe this is why that came up. Yeah. But we started talking about Heaven's Gate. Yeah, we're like nerding so, out about like cult po- like podcasts. Like Yes. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, so we're talking about Heaven's Gate, and it reminded me of Brian's post where he's wearing this, like, crushed velvet purple thing with, like, an ascot, and, like, that was, like, the first thing I thought of was these, like, the purple shrouds that they wore (laughs) in the little cult, and I was like, oh my gosh, did he join a cult, like, in his off time? (laughs) Brian's part of Heaven's Gate, he all be... Following the next hail bob, whenever that is. Hail bob comet. <laughs> Just kidding. He's and those, not in a cult. And those black Nikes. <laughs> it is quite a funny Instagram post. Mm-hmm. It's very Brian. It's- yeah. So it kind of got me like kind of looking to see what he was doing like on the side. And it seems like he's been like getting into acting, I guess, or he's going out for these little roles. And apparently he was in a short called Lorena. Uh, and he plays a guy named Jake, and it was released like quietly, I guess, over the summer, um, hmm. August twenty seventh. <laughs> I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah I didn't even know this, Brian. Yeah, you got to share. He's full of secrets, kids. that guy. <laughs> He's mysterious. He's very mysterious. The purple shroud. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
Uh, oh, sorry. Next. <laughs> Are we going to cut You're fine. <laughs> cool. Um, <laughs> so I went and kind of checked out Scott's Instagram, and it showed that he played a charity show called The Strange 80s that raised uh, some money to promote, like, you know, I think a more positive outlook on mental health or just awareness anyway and there was like it was like a star-studded bash I guess I know Um, I wish I had known about it I didn't know about it until he posted on Instagram yeah that would have been a really fun thing to go see Mm -hmm. and we didn't know about it in advance so Mm -hmm. I mean there was I made some notes on who who was there that I recognized there might be more people that you know others may know about but Adrian Young from like No Doubt and like Noodles from The Offspring and uh Chris Kirkpatrick from InSync. Were you ever a boy bander back in the day? Well, I enjoyed the New Kids on the Block when I was a kid. Oh and man. um I remember the Backstreet Boys ah. and InSync. Mm-hmm. I don't know that I like had a favorite between the like I don't know who Chris Kirk Patrick is okay this might be a little bit mean but you know how there's always the one that was like not <laughs> like everyone not was cute such a, yeah everyone was such a pretty boy and then yeah then there was him oh <laughs> yeah the poor guy but maybe we won't put that in <laughs> well, that's, bad. that's nice that he's doing like charity for mental health though True, true. Yeah, I guess we uh, got to look past the looks. It's not all about the looks. <laughs> no, it's about the inside. It's about the yeah. heart. Stop being so <laughs> judgy. Oh, <Aww>. So Hollywood. <laughs> yeah. So Hollywood on the East Coast, right? <laughs> and uh, the Hoff was there. Right, right. Yeah, the Hoff was That's hilarious. There. And Mark Maron um, from Blow. Have you Mark Marin, also big podcaster. Oh, not blow. I meant to say glow. <laughs> Same thing, right? <laughs> no, it's like glow, like that Netflix thing. It's like the, uh, blow. the roller skating. Yeah, it's the oh. roller skating. Blow is like the Johnny Depp. Like, Got it. Movie about yeah, cocaine. Drug. Yeah, right. Oh, how appropriate. <laughs> yes, for this California snow. But totally. glow is the, like a The series? wrestlers. Oh, okay, yeah. The wrestlers, yeah. Right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually the funny thing about that is uh, I saw a post from Matt Sharp. I guess he's dressing up as, like, Mark Maron's character on the show. Oh. Did you see that post? Anyways, I feel a bunch like of- I, I saw him do something, like, or somebody compared him transforming, or I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, mind. yeah. Am it's I talking okay, about no. the right thing? Yeah, yeah, no, you are, you are, because okay. actually in the comments, I think some, like, a couple people said that he looked like David Duchovny from, like, <laughs> the X-Files, and I liked one of the comments, and then it was funny, because, like, the next post he put, he was like, you know, <laughs> he was basically like, what? I can't believe people, like, think I look like, you know, Duchovny. Clearly, I'm, you know, Mark Marin from <laughs> Glow, and I was like, oh, I was one of those people. <laughs> I mean, Matt? Is um, I know that he probably thinks of himself as like a nerdy guy, mm. but have you ever seen the cover of his solo album? Like he's like it's like very seventies, and he's got like beetle hair. Yeah, isn't that um, like his Bob Dylan? Phase? Yeah, he looks really cute. Like he's yeah, like very like it's just a different look than the the sh- the rentals glasses that like you're totally. used to. Yeah, the iconic. So, 
video. <laughs> yeah. Return like, of the Rantles. You know, yes, you're a very attractive man, Matt Sharp. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I totally always had like a, a bit of a crush on him when I was a kid too. It was him and Rivers, of course. <laughs> but yeah. It's funny. I actually have that album that I think it's like called Puckets or something. Something. Yes. Like Puckets Universe or <laughs> Versus the World or something. Yeah. All the super fans might hate us for not knowing the exact. Uh... <laughs> Whatever. This yeah. is like our, our Matt Sharp episode is like 12 episodes ago. So that's true. <laughs> it's not like I have a the memory of a. I don't know. Who has a good elephant? Goldfish is a bad one. (laughs) Oops. It's not like I have a memory of a goldfish. Come on. It's worse. No. (laughs) Oh, no. That's nice. I mean, Scott's always doing charity stuff. I feel like he's like the. He's a good guy. Yes. Yeah. His whole family is just, yeah, they're all so cute. (laughs) I know. Stop it. He's so cute. (laughs) Yeah. They're, oh. Did we even mention the Hoff? Anyway, whatever. He was there, <laughs> apparently. And I'm sure, like, may- was he drunk? I don't know. Uh, was Maybe. he eating? Was he eating Wendy's shirtless? <laughs> I hope so. On the that floor, was his talent. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe he's saying, "Isn't he?" A, I think he's, he's a singer. I think he's yeah. He's big. He's big in like Germany or something. Mm-hmm. Or was I, mean, I don't know. Or was who knows? There probably is like national treasure or something. <laughs> yes, somewhere. And. <laughs> They did um, an interview where they talk about their places to eat, and I had it bookmarked to listen to um, the Woody show because I really did want to listen to it, and like everyone was saying how there was cool stuff to hear in that interview. <laughs> yeah, but- I thought so too. I thought it was really interesting. I mean, just when you hear about people's food habits, you kind of like get an idea of how they're like. So, mm-hmm. or maybe I just like assume that they're a certain way because of something, but. Well, and none of these are a surprise, but yeah, it's pretty e- funny. Hey, you know what we could do is maybe I'll name the places and the dish and you have to guess who. Oh, okay. Who. Do it. Yeah. Okay. So one of the favorite places was uh, Iroha Sushi of Tokyo and the dish was black cod. Um, hmm. I'm going to go uh, Brian because it's so fancy and specific. Yeah. That, and exactly. I, yeah. I know that that is not Scott and I know for sure that's not Rivers because I don't think Rivers even eats fish, fish, does he? I don't think so. Yeah. I think he's like veggie. Super veggie. Like, yeah. Or he's vegan. Who knows? Um. But yeah, exactly. I totally would have guessed that too. I mean, it's just so specific. <laughs> what did Pat say? What was Pat's? Or do, oh, see, like, it was I don't think he there. was there. I don't think he was there. Oh, I think it was it. like in a little acoustic where it was just the three of them. But I would have well, been interested in. We're gonna have to write in and liked. find out. <laughs> yeah, what's your I know favorite his favorite place? drink is Mountain Dew. He said that. Is it a, for real? A live thing once or something? Oh. Yeah. No, I actually haven't had Mountain Dew in ages. And I, I think, I don't know if it's because the color is so unnatural, like this weird green neon. It looks like lighter, like highlighter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I've ever had Mountain Dew. I know for sure I wasn't allowed to have it. Oh. And I think that when I've tried it, I, I like didn't really it like it. Gross. So it's like, eh. <laughs> I'm more of a squirt kind of girl. A like, squirt? What's that? Yeah. It's like. Lemon, it's kind of like in between Cactus Cooler, Mountain Dew, and 
Sprite, I guess you would call it. Oh it's like grapefruit. No, up. I don't even know that. You've never what heard of Squirt? No, never. I don't think we have oh. that here. In Canada? Yeah, no Canadian pops here. I don't even know. What do we have? I think we have Hires. Have you heard of Hires? No. That's like is a that root lemon beer. lime? No, oh. it's root, a root beer, which mm. is a, I think it's a Canadian root beer. I don't know if they have that in the States. But we have like Barks and like A&W and all that. All the regulars? Yeah, all the regs. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so give me another one. I think, oh, like pop-wise? Favorite foods. <laughs> favorite These are favorite foods. Oh, right, right. Okay, so we did the cod. And how about <laughs> greens up salad? Hmm, so interesting. I wonder if that's... Scott? Is Could it, it be Scott? Scott? <laughs> Does Scott... Is Scott's favorite food a vegetable salad from Greens Up? <laughs> oh, Rivers. Could be, could be. I know. It's it's just so him. But, like, also the way and he then, orders it. Yeah, is, I was going to say, is this real? Like, are you serious? That's what he says in the video, and I can see him doing it. I even looked up the place because I wanted to see what it was like. But he, apparently he brings a sheet printed with all the ingredients of, like, what he likes because he, he's, like, he just can't. So specific he's, and anal yeah, that he's he has so, to bring he's, a printed sheet to a restaurant? <laughs> I think he's just for a salad. Over-ordering stuff. Like, he's not super adventurous. That's what I don't, maybe not like his music, I guess. He's really, he likes everything, but that's food-wise, he's, like, I think he's just very... I don't know, straight and narrow of what he likes and doesn't like. I draw the line. I draw the line at printing things out before you go somewhere for your (laughs) order. Like that's, it's too much. Just remember it and tell them. Oh, I think it's like, what are you going to do? Like, do you make a new one every time? Like, do you have like, you know, (laughs) do you have them pre-printed out for like every time you go there, you keep one in your wallet for just in case like you're hungry or... I don't know. It's a lot. It's a lot of work. That's Rivers. So he's so he's so extra, but like not. I don't know. I don't really even know what that one. Oh, but we love him for it, right? Yes, we do. <laughs> and then the next dish, obviously, I guess you can kind of uh, imagine figure out, yeah, who who picked this one. But I think it's like a pizza with extra sauce. And well done meatballs, or maybe is it a pasta dish? I actually, oh I don't gosh. know now. It's, it looks so good. I think it's pizza. It's pizza. Okay, it looked like pizza with extra sauce and extra cheese and like meatballs, Aww. extra done, like a uh, well done, like a little bit cr- crunchy, crispy on, oh, like wow. but like a lot of it on top. Oh man, it looked delicious. Yeah, I mean, if I like, I don't eat. Well, I, I haven't had meat in a while. I mean, if I was on that diet, I totally would be like, oh, my God, that sounds so delicious. It's like a mom and pop shop, apparently. And haven't mm-hmm. you, have you been to it? Sorry, I didn't even say where the place. I think it was called Casabianca. Yeah, it's uh, it's Scott's favorite uh, mm-hmm. food or restaurant in out here, I guess. Yeah. And it's called Casabianca. It's in Eagle Rock. And I have had it many a time. Oh, it's so a family-owned mom and pop. Been mm. there forever. It is known to be delicious. It, um, it's made with love. Made with love. <laughs> when my husband and I lived in Burbank, we would drive to Eagle Rock to pick up Ooh. Casa Bianca pizza or just eat it there because of its. I mean, if that's not a known. Testament. 
deliciousness <laughs> and kind of a pizza nerd slash snob. I do enjoy pizza and I probably have a rating on all pizzas. And oh my gosh. It was really good. You should so, make a list. You should make a list and share it. Of all the I best can. Pizza I might. Joints. I'll yeah. have to tell Scott so he can like <gasps> make sure he knows all of them, but he probably knows like way this- more than me, but... Oh, you never so, know. Yeah. People are busy, right? So they kind of, I don't know. I feel they, really like, cool, though, out. like that I've been to like the same pizza place Joy. as Scott. Yeah. Next time I'm going to go in and order me a Shriner oh, and see what so happens. Cute. They should name one after him. That's awesome. I feel like he he called it that, but I don't know if that's what it's like. Oh, maybe really I called. totally missed it. Yeah. But that's awesome. we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> that's so awesome. So what else in Weezer News, Sue Ann? <laughs> So where were we? We're looking at, oh, we're talking about food. So the billboard, that California snow billboard with yes. that Dr. Revers, or no, Revers, no, Revers, Rivers. Dr. Revers feel good. <laughs> it's because there's a, is it reverse Haskell or something like that? It's like a coding term. But oh, I didn't yeah, know that. I think it's like a play on that. So it's, but it's like Dr. Rivers Haskell. Yes, family yeah. therapy. Yeah. For this song, there was like all these weird advertisements Marketing. that started happening and popping up. And there was one for like his family therapy, or, and we knew about it because somebody put it up in the fan club. And then Pedro actually like went down to the sucker and. <laughs> took a video and pictures and so then we were like oh, it's, it's real, real. <laughs> and then you were like deep diving into some Instagram action with some of the dudes that were involved in the yeah. movie spell oh, and right, they right. took pictures with it or like yeah I think there's like a, a Twitter post or something on a Weezer Twitter a uh, picture of two guys standing in front of the billboard with like rivers like head cut out like kind of over their faces mm-hmm. and i figured out that one of the guys was uh is actually brendan walter and like this is creepy yeah. but he's it's because he was wearing a gray t-shirt and i'd seen a picture of him in that same gray t-shirt and he's like a skinny dude so it was like you know i was like that's totally him and it makes sense because he's like the director of the movie like we are on to you guys yeah brendan We've got eagle eyes, creepy so eagle crazy. eyes. crazy. <laughs> like, but I don't know who the other dude was. I mean, I, I thought it was like maybe, what is it, John, John Lulo or something, Lulo. the other guy? Because he has like tattoos, so the other guy's like tatted up. His arms are all tatted up, but. It could be anybody from any be. of those. Yeah. Those but fallout boys or those panics guys. unmasked them, <laughs> or just one. <laughs> With our detective, with your detective work on the street, my creepy detective work, <laughs> being praised I mean, for my creepy skills. With all the stuff going, it was just like we were eating it up. We were like, "What is this? Like real billboard?" Yeah, yeah. I and mean, then somebody confirmed on Instagram too, but then he wouldn't elaborate. But they confirmed that, like, it was Rivers worked with somebody, and they made it and then they put it up and it was a whole thing and it feels like they've tried to find like the nerdiest picture of rivers ever and they had snowflakes and it was like i liked the rick moranis like looks like rick moranis (laughs) yeah 
or is like we'll judge you only a little bit or something. It like was that. funny. Maybe like it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. What I found what out actually about up? like just like the creation of or how that came about was I follow this one girl who posts like a bunch of rivers memes and she like basically confirmed that I guess a bunch of people were designing like those posters and they picked whoever designed they liked the most. Yeah, that they liked the most. So oh. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, just, like, just behind the scenes of, like, marketing people, you know. Yeah. Like, how they get their content and stuff like that. Or who they're watching. Yeah, to see. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, I thought that was kind of fascinating. The whole uh, thing is very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I think that these days you have to get creative to get buzz around your product, product so yeah. that people will be interested and care mm-hmm. when it actually happens. So For sure. <laughs> they're they're doing it up apparently mm-hmm. that's how business is now it's different yeah. <laughs> well i think that's all we have for news weezer news mm-hmm. which is like plenty <laughs> let's take a break mm-hmm. and then we'll come back and we'll do a little we'll get to know you a little bit and then we'll jump into a song discussion okay all right <laughs> we'll be back guys Well, let's get to know Sue Ann, our special guest co-host today. Sue Ann, why don't you tell us, you know, what what made you get into Weezer or why did you get into Weezer or when did you get into Weezer? <laughs> I've been a fan since probably, I would say like when they first came out, which was like 94 or maybe when the first video came out, which was, well, for me, it was Buddy Holly. But was that around that time? Yes. Yeah. That was my first video anyways, and then I saw Say It Ain't So. I believe the sweater song was like their first video, but then I never like saw the first it one to after. get famous famous was Buddy Holly for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was really into music videos and watching just music channels as a kid. Like we had much music here, and which is basically like your MP- MTV like mm-hmm. in the States. I was really into music videos and like Spike Jones, and he directed like Bjork and all that stuff and just a lot of... I don't know. Very hip <laughs> with the kids at the time, for sure. It, yeah, yeah. I was, but I was like a, I was one of those nine year old kids that like Rivers made fun of. <laughs> me too. Yeah, oh, yeah. So like that's. I, I found mean, that have you really seen hilarious. my my picture with me and Rivers? Oh my god, I love that picture. So nerdy. That I'm like the nerdiest. So. No, it's so cute. And that's like me being cool because I was going to a Weezer concert. But you were like, cool. Like, look at you now. <laughs> so you much would never now. <laughs> no. You're cool then to even know, I mean, to even appreciate and understand that they were awesome back then. So Right. He should your thank us for being young and nerdy. <laughs> but yeah, so I mean, that's when I first kind of made note of Weezer and I've been following them since then, but like on and off because I went through a bunch of phases. But like those two albums, like The Blue and Pinkerton were, you know, part of my, just growing up, it's like when you were... Oh, I'm blanking. I'm sorry. I'm just blanking. You mean like important or impressionable or 
Yeah, I guess maybe it's like I was trying to figure myself out still. It's like when, mm-hmm. you know, you slowly kind of move away from your parents, you know, so you're just like trying to discover yourself like independently. Like what do I like? What music do I like? Yeah. By myself. That, yeah, yeah. I was always like kind of, um, I always looked up to musicians though. Like that was like my thing, you know, like people like celebrities or movie stars and stuff like that. It was like music for me. I was yeah, always like, a, yeah, I was always obsessed with musicians. <laughs> my first obsession, I think, is the Beatles. Like, I was just, Whoa. I did like a book report on them in like fourth, fifth grade. And ever since then, I was just like, I've always just liked them. I don't know, music in general. Uh-huh. And it's interesting. Yeah. And I went through like so many phases. I went through like all the phases. I had like the Brit pop phase, and then I had like, yeah, and remember Oasis was really big around, like, 95. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was simultaneous with grunge and, right. like, pop, I would say. So you had Nirvana and Weezer, and then you had Blur and yes. um, Oasis. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then you had Chemical Brothers and Britney yeah. Spears and right. Christina Aguilera. So, like, right. all at the same time. And Spice Girls, I guess. Yeah, that was, like, a... Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was like a weird grade six type thing for me. But like, I mean, I still listened to, I guess I listened to everything. So yeah, like in Pinkerton came out around grade six, grade seven for me, I think. And then um, I remember they had that like Christmas song that was like really, I loved it. (laughs) I remember like recording it on tape and like playing it back. Christmas celebration? No, 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 not that one. It was a, it was their Christmas song, the Christmas song. I think the, like a Weezer Christmas song. Yeah, yeah. And like, why do I say it like that? Christmas song. Christmas song. Uh, <laughs> it was that, and like maybe it was like a K Rock thing or something. Because uh, I think yes. M- MXPX had one too, and I remember like taping that and just listening to it over and over again around that Aww. time. <laughs> so I, yeah, I had a bunch of phases. I was like pop punk and all that stuff. But Weezer was always kind of like you know there, like they were like the backbone. <laughs> Through all my crazy phases that I went through. So were they like your favorite even as soon as you heard them? That I can't. I, or no. It just kind of has been a thing. It kind of has been th- like looking back, I realized that I was like, oh man, I guess they're more important than I really noticed, I guess. It was like a weird realization as I've gotten older that I was like, actually, they've been in my life forever. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, wow, I actually really do love them. They're like a little, I don't know, a little Because well, you're kind of like me. Like you kind of like re-entered, like I guess people call it like a fandom. But you mm. re-entered like later after kind of just oh, it was like a fan. Major. Yeah, just last, it was basically last year. I just kind of went like full all in following all their social medias and like I actually joined the fan club. It's like the only fan club I've ever joined like in my life. I know, it's so funny. Like and to be just, an adult in a, in a fan yeah. club is funny. Like, because I don't know that like adults did that back in the day, but. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> it's and, just I mean, funny. And it's funny to think about too, because like I dated a guy like in when I was in university, like maybe like 2004 or so. He was a huge Weezer fan, actually. He was like, and then we kind of bonded over that, which is really funny. And he was part of the old message boards and like the forums and like Rivers Correspondence Board or 
And I remember he was like, he would tell me about these things. And I'm like, oh, man. And I remember getting like B-sides and just like his homie stuff like from him. He mm-hmm. gave me all these like really cool like stuff I had no idea about. And so it's weird how like that was like part of a big chunk of my life. He was like my first serious boyfriend too. So yeah, like they, they've kind of been around for like all these weird Intertwining moments. somehow. Yeah. What, so, so what's your favorite Weezer song? My favorite Weezer song. Oh, this is so hard. You know that. <laughs> but I would say right now, oh, God, that is tough. I mean, I really like Waiting on You. I'm like one of those. I like his sad ones. <laughs> How does it go? How does the Waiting on You go? Oh, my gosh. You want me to sing? <laughs> it's like, why haven't you called me? <laughs> Aww. I'm rediscovering them, though, like, because, oh, not rediscovering. I'm just kind of discovering because, yeah, I mean, they've always kind of been around throughout my life. But I fell off, actually, around the Make Believe tour (laughs) because, and sadly, it was like my first concert, too, like first time ever, ever seeing them. And it turned out to be not so uh, energetic. They were pretty tired. And it kind of, like, I could feel it, like, when I watched it. So it was, like, not really memorable, that but sucks. I feel like, yeah, I felt like he wasn't just not feeling it. And he was kind of a bit awkward around that time, too, I think. And then I remember looking back at one of like Carl's Corner's like old journal entries and him talking about that show. And he basically confirmed that it was like the end of the tour, like the end of the leg of their tour or whatever. And they were all so like kind of over tired. it. Yeah, they were tired. And I was like, ah, oh, I love that that was my first time ever seeing them. But they made it up like, this summer I I had a good time (laughs) and what show did you go to this summer so I went to the Toronto show what is that place called it's like an amphitheater outside but I was right in yeah I was right in the pit and nice (laughs) I made my way up freak out I did I wormed my way up and like I think there was like a lady with her kid her daughter or whatever and she was like actually there's a really funny thing about that when he's saying God damn you half Japanese girls. I'm not even Japanese, but <laughs> when he's saying that line, she like looked right at me. Like, like oh, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like it's you. Is he offending you? You're you're something. I know you it are. It's really funny. And I was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I don't know. That that made me laugh. <laughs> but yeah, so I guess make believe I kind of I fell off there. It's funny, and I also, I mean, I broke up with that guy. <laughs> I wonder if that's, like, kind of what happened. But, no, and I hadn't listened to them since, yeah, forever, since, like, maybe 2017. The, like, the weird thing that brought me back was pork and beans on the radio. I was on my way to school in the car, and I was like, man, this is totally Weezer. Like, this sounds, like, they didn't announce the name or anything yet. Like, I didn't see. And I was just like, this is totally Weezer, but I've never heard this song before. What? Yeah. (laughs) That's how sheltered I was. Like, I hadn't listened to them like anything since wow. then and then I kind of I, I mean I was listening to other stuff I guess but something but, in your brain was like oh this is really like I this sounds familiar yeah and then I was just like oh man you know what I kind of miss like knowing about Weezer and like remembering why I loved them and stuff like mm-hmm. that so it's funny that that was the song that brought me back and then I kind of I started looking things up and I was like, whoa, they had like a bunch of albums that I totally missed out on, you know, when yeah. they came out. eras. Yeah. Yeah. I missed all his crazy like mustache rivers and like. <laughs> Thank God. Just, <laughs> I kind of dig it. No, I'm kidding. 
<laughs> I mean, very... it's okay, but I'm glad it's in the past. <laughs> it's very Garth Brooks. No, yeah. Yeah. So it's funny that that brought me back. And then I've just been kind of obsessed since. So yeah, I was like listening to podcasts and that's how I found you and the fan club and just like every kind of social media or, you know, forum or Facebook page. I've just like joined them all. Like it's like a new obsession, a, like a renewed obsession, I guess. It's kind of fun. I mean, it is. Yeah. People it totally do. is. <laughs> It's like a weird blast of nostalgia, I guess. But I don't know if you saw, but I am wearing my pork and beans shirt oh, that's so as awesome. we podcast today. Yes. So isn't that funny? That is awesome. It's kind of <laughs> weird. Maybe it's the synchron like synchronicity. Is that the right word? Or whatever. Thing? Yeah, I mean we keep like <laughs> and it's like it has to do with like food and stuff. But yeah, the food thing. Remember the pineapple? Yes. Thing? Like, yes. What? Well, because I have a pineapple guy in my car and I put a picture of a cool little like Weezer dangly thing that Denise sent me. And then you're like, oh, I like pineapples. And I was like, I like pineapples too. (laughs) And then you were saying that in Canada, there's a fun pineapple man who like educates you about pineapples. Oh, no, no. He's like a French. He teaches you French. Oh, he teaches you French? Yeah, it's so weird. A pineapple that teaches you French. Yeah. Yeah. It's so Quebec. Yeah. And cool. And then all of a sudden, this with this Pete Wentz Pineapple Mon <laughs> website, like we're all, it's like pineapples and pork and beans everywhere. I don't know. It's just a weird connection. It I is a like weird connection. We're food people, I guess, right? <laughs> Casa Bianca. Yeah, we've turned into like know. a food thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's basically. I don't know why when you said waiting on you, I thought of rentals. Because I think oh, that's there's a, a rental song, called song Waiting. too. Or I'm waiting. I'm so like, why is it? So why is that your favorite song? I don't know. I think I just like it. I just <laughs> that's like an acceptable it. answer. <laughs> I never really thought about why I'm like why I liked it so much. I just did. I I, I feel well. I don't want to relate to her, but <laughs> it's kind of sad because like I think he writes it. From the girl's perspective, well, he he did write. It was originally from the girl's perspective in like his little opera or whatever he wrote or was mm-hmm. planning to write, and it's her like singing outside of his pod or something like that. It's just oh, I don't know. You just kind of feel bad for the girl, and I was like, oh, that's so sad. But I don't know why I like this song. You're like I like it because it's sad. Yeah, <laughs> you're so moody, really emo of me. Yeah, no, I like it. Okay, well, we'll have to check it out. Oh, I'm probably, I'll have a better answer some other time. But on the spot, I don't have a good answer. <laughs> I Well, to be fair, I did not properly prep you for the uh, interview questions. Oh, that's okay. So, <laughs> so I would say that you did a wonderful job for uh, not even knowing I was going to ask you that in the first place. That was a real on-the-spot hot seat. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to share with the kids before we jump into song discussion? Oh my gosh, I don't know. No, I don't actually. Just just be cool, guys. All right. <laughs> it's all right. So we'll see you in see you in the few on the flip side and the on ones the flip in, side. in twos. <laughs> I'm doing hand signals right now. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yes, yes, she was. <laughs>
walks off with a big stick When I play guitar, it's sick This is the definition of flow Nobody cold as this All right, everybody. So we're back. We're jumping in. California snow song discussion. <laughs> Rachel and Sue Ann. This is going to be a quick one because we don't really have a lot of information on this guy yet. The name of the song is California Snow. And I'm going to go with no, but maybe, maybe, maybe it'll be part of the Black Album. But I'm going to go with no. It's music from the motion picture Spell. It was... To me, it was released 9-19-18. Weezerpedia had the 20th. I think that's wrong. And I guess it was released to the whole world on September 21st of 2018. It was recorded in 2018 because everyone told us so in multiple videos that we watched of the cast discussing the score and all that stuff, the information on it. It's a good old Weezer three minutes and 34 seconds long. The label is obviously Crush Music and it's officially released. There is not a music video unless you consider a moving GIF on YouTube to be a video, which I guess you could kind of, but I think it's like really silly that they even do that. But I guess you got to do that for the YouTube people. (laughs) The film Spell was directed by Brendan Walter and distributed by Crush Pictures. And it is the first motion picture distributed by Crush Pictures. It was written by Rivers Cuomo, produced by David Andrew Sitek, and so these are assumed because they're, I have no idea yet because there's no like real factual information on the song yet. But Rivers, because it's accredited to Weezer, it will be assumed that Rivers is lead vocals and lead guitar with Bry on rhythm guitar, Scott on the slap and the bass, and <laughs> Pat on the drum slash percussion. Slap in the bass. Slap in the bass. <laughs> That's funny. So according to Rivers Cuomo's IMDB, he's listed as a spell cast member and he plays Dr. Haskell, but in voice only. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry about that. That is okay. Who is it? It is like the house phone. (laughs) I totally just hung up on whoever that was. Jeez. I think it was like a, what do you so call it? So rude. Those like telemarketer thingies, because the ring is kind of weird. I thought maybe it was Rivers calling us, or Dr. Haskell. <laughs> Dr. Haskell's office. <laughs> <laughs> to so remind funny. us of our upcoming visit. <laughs> Hello, we'll be here. <laughs> I tried they- so hard to find a clip of him talking, talking? from the movie, and I, I couldn't. Ugh. But I did find a trailer, which was actually like pretty intense looking. So I kind of want to see the movie now. 
Yeah, I'm, I mean, I want to see it because it looks like cinem- like like the cinematography looks really nice. Because, I mm-hmm. mean, y- you can't go wrong, like, just filming anything in Iceland. It's beautiful there. Yeah, I don't think. I agree. Yeah. And I think the guy, like, Brendan Walter, I think he's, like, a photographer, too. Like, he just sees all into the media stuff. Like, if I went to his website and kind of just checked out what, what he did. And obviously, Ooh. he was, like, a... I guess we'll talk about it. <laughs> yeah. I'll, well, I'll have to check out his website too because I didn't do that. I just, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see what he was about and it was it was kind of cool. You like the deep dive too? We'll have to I, do like I, a- I totally am a deep diver. <laughs> I have to know why people do things. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. But I hate it when it's done to me. It's a like, blessing and a curse. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Tell oh, us man. about Spell from the IMDB website. Okay, so these are the stats on Spell. Uh, it was released on uh, October 23rd, 2018. September, no. September, wow. <laughs> Clearly don't know my uh, dates. Uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. September at the Los Angeles Film Festival. It's directed by Brendan Walter. The score is composed by Pratchett Stump of Fallout Boy. It says they needed a busy piano piece, so that's how they got you know that song by Weezer um it's written produced and stars Barack Barack Barrack <laughs> Barrack Hardley and written by John Lulo and Brendan Walter who are also producers um they're like partners they they're like the big guys at Crush Management I oh really yeah okay. so maybe they that's are they- fancy I know they've like been there a really long time yeah yeah I, well I think it's because they're the top <laughs> That makes sense then. Yeah, yeah. So the premise of the movie Spell is, I guess, after the death of his fiance, an American illustrator runs out of medication while wandering the isolated Icelandic countryside, (laughs) unsure if his compulsions are related to his disorder or if he's being forced to unlock ancient secrets. Ooh. <laughs> so John Lulo used to be a record producer and works at Crush. He heard River's song and liked it for the movie. And also like a little cool tidbit is that the actor is also wearing a Weezer pin in the movie. And Rachel was nice enough to post a little picture of him wearing the pin in the movie, like a screenshot or something of it, right? Yeah. If you go if you go to like the spell website, there's a little it's not little. There's a picture <laughs> and he's wearing a jean jacket and it's got a little Weezer pin on there. And I Whoa. I was like, that's cool. And I would never have noticed that unless I heard them tell me it on a interview <laughs> that I watched. There's a couple interviews from the cast that I watched just to get a little bit more information. Yeah. But it's funny how they're all like interconnected. Yeah, I mean, and it sounds like they're all, like, fans of each other. Just work. Yes. I guess that's why they're working together. Um, yeah. On a little project. But I also, like, remember, I don't know if I read it or if I'd watched, like, a couple of videos, too. Uh, the actor actually got that tattoo of, like, this, the Icelandic, like, compass or whatever. Uh-huh. That looks like, a lot of people thought it was a snowflake, but it turned out to be a... A compass? Like, yeah, a compass type thing. Oh. Yeah, a compass okay. I think it's a cool, I think it's cool. Mm -hmm. I liked it. So in a Billboard Live article, uh, Spell features the voice work of Weezer frontman Rivers Cuomo. So this is a quote, obviously, because I wouldn't say that. (laughs) And a brand new song from Weezer themselves. And it is, Spell is 
the directorial debut from Crush's Brendan Walter, who's directed numerous Fallout Boy and Weezer videos. Right. There you go. And <laughs> didn't you... I did have a list of all the... All the videos that he directed. I feel like we've talked about him before too, but and I'm trying to think of why I I don't like recognize it, but maybe I just haven't talked about him in depth before. Hmm. Did we mention that he was in a band? Brendan. Yeah. Not. Uh-oh. Not yet. Oh no! But oh, you no. could totally go there. No, he's in. Um, what was we, he in? Okay. Did we sorry. Skip it? Sorry, I'm trying to find. Where oh, we are. I see. Sorry. <laughs> He's next. Of what we were. He's in the spin article. Oh, geez. Sorry. And so you were fine. on the billboard. You're on the billboard article. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay. Okay. So Walter, Brendan Walter, <laughs> this is in a spin article that we read that uh, he plays in a band called Valencia. Did you ever, did you take a listen to the music at all? I didn't. No, did you? No, I didn't. I, I should I though. Should've. Just to see what kind of music. I wonder if it's music. good. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's like indie who knows? But he's directed like a bunch of Weezer videos and like the ones that I found were both the Feels Like Summer. I didn't even know that there was two of them. I only knew of the animated one. And then uh, there's a like a Guns N' Roses one. We're a little mm-hmm. dressed up in Guns N' Roses. The Parallel Universe. Yeah. <laughs> that was a fun one. Yeah. And then there's I Love USA, California Kids, Thank God for Girls, which isn't Juliet in that one? She is. Yeah. I'll have to see if she remembers. <laughs> that's so cool. And then go away. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I just kind of thought about that. Like, did she meet him? Has she met him? She must have. She must have. Yeah. I don't it's know a how small like world. I don't know how like productions go, but Me I know they either. have to cast I've... people and I don't know if you meet them directly or you just see them from a distance, but yeah. That's what I found with uh the videos with Mr. Brendan. Mhm. The song keeps in line with some of Weezer's other recent material in its odd juxtapositions of strange and melancholic lyrical and chordal shifts with empty trappings of modern pop production. Over hyperactive synth arpeggios, uh, the song begins like a middle schooler's joke freestyle at recess. The chorus drops in anti-cathartically, <laughs> and the confusing saga continues from there. So... I mean, I think his was more, he didn't like the song, but I actually like it, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure if, like, the chorus does drop anti-cathartically. I think it, I think it's fine the way it drops. Well, I think it, it kind of, it, it really. down for sure, but. It comes down, but I think there's a reason for it, so. It's, that's, yeah, it's kind of like wandering. It's a wandering song, but that's an okay. up and, yeah, up and down soft and hard you know all that it's like opposites a bunch of contrasts in the song which kind of makes it interesting because that's different than normal weezer i would say yeah i I think that is what makes songs interesting is when there's opposites or well for me unexpected yeah yeah but it's all in one (laughs) Maybe Mm -hmm. maybe it's like a human thing too it's like a very duality type thing Mm mm-hmm (laughs) <laughs> Which you can't, you just can't help it. So tell us a little bit about David Andrew, the producer. <laughs> so my research found that he is a member of TV on the radio. And I kind of listened to a couple of their songs and they're like a pretty cool, like chill indie, like alt rock band. And he's like, 
I guess he was a producer before he was in a band. So, because hmm. I thought it was the other way around. I actually, when I first read it, I was like, oh, you know, I was like, I guess that makes sense. If you're in the music industry, you kind of like want to go into producing. But he already had produced stuff before he was in a band, which I thought was neat. I worked with like pretty interesting artists and more specifically Karen O from like the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs. Beck, uh, the Carters, like Beyonce and Jay-Z. Ooh. Yeah, Santa Gold, uh, Run the Jewels, Khalees, BDI, which is like Liam Gallagher's. I don't know if they're still together. <laughs> uh, his solo stuff and MF Doom. So like just hearing like just the variety of artists that he, you know, has worked with. I was like, I can kind of see where the sound is going for you know, like yeah. the black album direction. It's it's kind of cool. I definitely think it's a good choice. I think it's a good pick for somebody to reel them in and pull them in a different direction yeah. than what they're used to. And I think it's interesting. I think it'll be, I think it like is a good idea and it's going to sound good. Yeah. I like the vibe of this song too, even though it seems <laughs> different. I, I can't see a whole album being like this, but... <laughs> Well, I definitely like it. Yeah, like I think it's kind of a cool like indication of direction, but I think Can't Knock the Hustle is really more true to what cuz this is obviously just like a song in a movie that he made, yes. you know, he kind of tweaked it for this movie. Mm-hmm. But I can see where it's going like and I think it's I think it's going to sound kind of cool, like kind of refreshing, like different but not like you'll hear like the influences of what do you someone else? Into? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I can see it turning out pretty good. I'm interested in it. <laughs> I'm, I'm for it. So, so what is this? Like he, oh, he he smoke of the ganj or what? Oh, <laughs> it sounded like slap in the face type thing. <laughs> that we use a smoke Same in the thing. smoke in the gun. <laughs> I vaguely remember um, rivers, like because you know sometimes he posts his little Snapchat like stories and stuff like that there was one where he was like in a studio that had like knickknacks everywhere and they were kind of neat because like I don't know I'm into collecting weird stuff I mean you have your little pineapple guy in your car and I was just like oh I wonder where he is like whose studio it was and then it turns out it was Dave's because in this video that I'd seen on YouTube it's like by Mary Jane or something like that I guess it's talking about artists that smoke but also are creative (laughs) Mm-hmm. So they there was like a shot of his studio and I was like, oh, that's where he was. Like, that's totally the studio that I remember River snapping like ages Interesting. ago. So it was like weird hints. I don't know. Or maybe I just took it as a hint. <laughs> no, I like it. Mm-hmm. It's like you're paying attention. <laughs> yeah, but he he definitely likes the green. <laughs> he's a real grass smoker. If you looked at his Instagram, <laughs> it's like really psychedelic, like you said. Yeah. Yeah, it's like very hippie, artsy. He's cool. I mean, yeah, yeah it's like obvious, but you know, whatever. It's all good. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was a really interesting thing. That did you find this on? Is this from Wikipedia it, or the in, the enemy? Uh, yeah, it is. It, it's from Wikipedia, but I also even like another video I watched that he was uh, interviewed on. They they had said that, and I was just like, oh, I'm gonna look it up. I want to know like how long ago it was said, I guess, or how long ago the list was made, I guess, basically. Because like NME, are, like I don't know if they exist anymore in magazine form. Maybe they've went gone online like everything else. 
Uh, I think they do. Do they still sell magazines? Or I don't know. Yeah, I- England, can you please tell us if Enemy is still printing? Yeah. We need to know. Maybe, Thank you. Maybe it's like a Rolling Stone thing. I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but it said in April 2008, Sidek was named number one in NME's future 50 list of the most forward-thinking people in the music industry. So That's really cool. Yeah, he's he's people know him. <laughs> And he's and our little Weezers with them, yeah, uh, or with this forward guy for their upcoming album. So I'm really excited. Mm-hmm. So I guess now, now is the time for our final, <laughs> our final thoughts. Mm-hmm. So I just kind of, you know, I like to listen to it. I like to think about it, take it all in. Um, I thought that it was very ambitious for a Weezer song. I appreciate that they kind of tweaked it for the movie. That's normal. It's like busy and striking and starts off really strong and like makes you feel like it's going to be too much. But then right when you're like annoyed with it, it chills out into like a smooth, relaxing melancholy. And then you're like, oh, okay, thank God. And then um, it's actually enjoyable. And they do have like the little like woo. And like kind of like fun little dashes of fun in there, which I like. Um, That's so funny. And I, <laughs> I, and I know like it's not going to be a black album song, so you're right. Like it makes sense what you said. Um, and so now that I can just look at it as a song for a movie, I really like it, and it'll grow on you if it doesn't. If you don't like it, I don't. I think, and I really want to see the movie now. Like I'm intrigued, especially watching. The trailer that I watched, I'm like, what in the <laughs> F is happening here? Just even the um, interviews about the movie, though, like, they're talking about, yeah. like, certain scenes about the actor. And, like, yeah. And I'm just like, okay, well, I guess, you know, I got to prepare myself for that mentally somehow. Yeah, totally. It's like, I think, like, the first scene is, yeah, is quite, well not safe for work type thing. <laughs> yeah. Like don't watch the, the interview on YouTube <laughs> at work for sure. My favorite lyric or part of the song is the first um, chorus where he says, California snow, never let me go. Cause I'm down. Yes, I'm down. <laughs> if you're down, uh, never let me go. And I just, I liked it because it can, you can take it like, yeah, I'm like down for whatever. And like, if, you know, I'm with you. And it's like, if you're down, I'm down. Like, it's all good. Like, we're a team and like, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Or depending on the mind frame, because I think the first time I listened to it, I was in a different mind frame mm-hmm. where I was like, no, I'm actually down. And like, mm. and like, you're down too. So, like, I guess I don't, like, I don't want to, like, don't let me go because I'm not good type of thing yeah I mean for me like the way I interpreted that obviously I think it's a song about drugs <laughs> but even Which, just the, the name of it yeah, is called California it's all over. Snow. yeah it's called California yeah. Snow and just like to kind of relate to what you're saying about that down line I was trying to figure it out I was just like why does he say I'm down like is he talking to himself is he talking to someone else and then I was just like well if it's about drugs like does he mean like don't let me go because it's like bringing him up it's like keeping him high and then if you let you know if you let go he's like, down yeah then you or like to reality I am yeah. right like I am in 
drug happy land right now yeah. and I don't want to leave. Yeah. Like, keep me here. Keep me <laughs> safe. Right. Or I'm like depressed and I don't want to leave. Or <laughs> like F yeah, dude. Like let's like if you're down, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down for whatever. Like let's go have some fun and get crazy. Yeah, like yeah. it could like it could go any way depending on mm-hmm. how you want to yeah. think about it and I just thought that was so interesting I know the song is full of them though full of the double meanings yeah so that's what d- especially depending on how he sings it too yeah like the way it's inflected and so what are your tell us your final <laughs> thoughts oh there's too many but I'll just, <laughs> I'll just say I mean I looked at it as like a little story that he was trying to paint about a rock star you know using drugs cocaine in particular because that's what you know Urban Dictionary told me what California snow was. But you can kind of imagine. I mean, snow. <laughs> uh, well, and I didn't even, like, think drugs at first. I was just thinking, like, <laughs> it's ironic because we don't have any. And yeah. if you had it, then you would, like, want it to stay type of thing. Yeah. I don't know. And it's kind of co- interesting, too, because, like, what you imagine California being, it's like a sunny state, like, you know, just... It's warm, but then snow is like the opposite. It's cold and kind of, you know, it's in the winter time. It's opposite of that. So I'm just like, that's why I'm, I'm saying it's all over the place. I don't know if it was intentional or I'm just looking yeah. too much into it. But I, I was like, wow. I love looking too much into uh, <laughs> Weezer lyrics, though. It's, it's so fun. Well, people just think, well, just, I'm afraid of people thinking I'll have like a tinfoil hat. You know, I'm like one of those. <laughs> think too much. Mm- <laughs> no, no, we all do it. It's okay. Yeah. Sorry, I interrupted. No, Go no, ahead. it's fine. It's cool. I was like, it, it kind of helps me expand, I guess, on what I really want to say. So the drugs to mask, you know, his anxieties and pressures and how messed up his up- upbringing probably was. Because, you know, there's references to just like all he has to do is sing and like never go against the family. There was a kind of a neat like notation that I saw on the Genius site where they mm-hmm. talk about, like, that lyric is from The Godfather. Yeah, Never Go Against the Family. Yeah, and I was like, I haven't actually seen the movie, <laughs> but... What? Uh, yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, we're done here now. <laughs> I can't be your friend. Really? <laughs> Hang up the phone and go watch Godfather immediately. Start with two, go backward. No, <laughs> just kidding. Start, no, seriously, you have to watch Godfather. I'm weird like that, though. Like, I'll watch, like, really weird movies or, like, but when... I think it's when Dude. people tell me to watch something like really that's supposed to be amazing. I kind of get like, no, the no. Godfather's weird. <laughs> Is it like, yeah? I mean, if you <laughs> like weird, I it's not normal. That's for sure. Like, there's no way. But do you get? Like I that, mean, like, with with like you know when it's like a. I know it's not trending, but I'm just saying it's like one of those movies. that's like, oh, you have to see it. You have to see it. Same with like movie, TV shows and stuff like that. I'm always like, I'm like the opposite. Like people are like, oh, you haven't watched a. Uh, What's that Game of Thrones? Uh huh. I'm like, nope. no, no. <laughs> I'll watch it if I want to watch it. Yeah, I'm like one and, of those. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Type of thing. I'm definitely but like in the that. Godfather. It's. Um, I would say it's one of those that really does hold up. Mm-hmm. Like you could watch it today. Yeah, and it'll still be good. Mm-hmm. And the acting is still good, and the music is still good, yeah. and you will still feel feelings for those <laughs> characters and the weird thing for me i always get the godfather confused with scarface 
I don't, oh God, don't do that. Yeah, I don't know why. I just do. I think it's just because it's one of those like, you know, thug. Well, and Scarface, <laughs> like, don't get me wrong. You know, everyone loves it. La 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 la. But truthfully, like, not that great of a movie. Uh huh. Okay, so okay, this, you're probably gonna come in like, so who's the? What's the one that like Michelle Pfeiffer is in? She... Or is that Scarface? That's Scarface. <laughs> I knew it. I'm I'm trying to. I'm thinking to myself. I'm like, nope, nope. Also, Talia Shire um, though is the lady. Al Pacino plays two different characters in those movies. Like Scarface, he's like a poor gangster dude, and in The Godfather, he's like starts off as like a like a normal good guy and like turns into a badass. Mm. Like it's is that the Cocaine Mountain one where he's got it all over his face. That's Scarface. Oh my again. god! Again, <laughs> there's no cocaine in um, Godfather, unfortunately. It's hysterical. Okay, so I keep. So I must. Yeah, I, I definitely should watch. <laughs> well, watch one. Watch one with Al Pacino. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. No. The other What's one. His name Robert De Niro. I just said the other one. That's terrible. <laughs> the other one, Robert De Niro, and because he's so good in that one. Mm-hmm. And the young Al Pacino in that one, too. Mm-hmm. Watch that one. And if you care, go on to number two. <laughs> and if you don't, then you don't. But, like, you have to. It's, like, seriously. Not <laughs> not joking here, kids. People don't say that for no reason. <laughs> I mean, I'm in. Okay, sorry. We totally digress again. Uh, yeah, totally. <laughs> so where was I? Okay. I'm bringing it back. Yes. All right. Yes, reel me in. <laughs> okay. So, oh, his how messed up his upbringing was. So we started talking about the family stuff, right? Yes. And I kind of like that line from that. But if we want to kind of talk about like significant lyrics and stuff like that, it was the Judas line. It was when he references like, "Come on, Judas, give me a kiss," which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, because I was just like, I don't know, like what he's talking about here. It's clear, like clearly something he's referencing something, and that's mm-hmm. actually what got me into like researching and kind of wanting to understand what the song was about. And I kind of, kind of came up with my own, you know, conclusion is that he's referencing like a biblical thing um, mm-hmm. where Judas gives like Jesus a kiss and like betrays him. So again, was it, Ju- was it Jesus or? It is Jesus, I think. I, it is? Yeah, from what okay, I read. I'm sorry. Like, I'm horrible. No, I don't know. But, but uh, I know that. Do you know like, this? You it, must know. Do you know the story, I guess? Well, I know that it's like he's a backstabber. Yeah. So basically, he kind of, I think he calls him, he kisses him, he calls him rabbi, and it, it kind of outs him as being, I guess it's like a different belief, I guess. I, I don't know anything about Christianity and all that stuff. Like, <laughs> But that's what I read, and I was just like, what? Okay, he keeps talking about family and, like, betrayal and stuff. Like, what is this song about? And then so I looked, you know. The- wow. that You're right, and that, so there's, like, another theme to it. Yeah, yes. With the Godfather, and <laughs> because of, like, the, in The Godfather, there's a lot of betrayal in ah. family, and same with this Judas. Yeah, so, it, I mean, it goes with that, like, the, the whole betrayal thing, but, like, even when you look at the difference between the the two verses like the first verse he's like super confident but like even walks off with the big stick like people are like make fun of that lyric but i imagine like jesus i imagine that he kind of relates to someone with like a big shepherd stick walking like you know like this <laughs> this godlike figure like he's relating that he feels like that person i guess i don't know being like a guitar god because you know 
when he plays guitar, it's sick. <laughs> I'm wondering, well, because Moses walked with like the, like that's a, don't, I don't know. I'm rambling. <laughs> no. Moses walked with a giant staff and he's the guy who parted the, the seas, the seas right. with his staff and like. Just because I watched Prince of Egypt last night randomly with my son, <laughs> nice. it's a cartoon oh. about Moses. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so I know that story. So this is all very interesting too. And then just nail me up by the wrist, like that's yeah, Jesus exactly. And so it's kind of like you know expose him. He's like so he's really confident in the first verse. Like you know he's really feeling like kind of untouchable I'm the, I'm the man i'm the man and then by the end of it he's like uh you know expose me you know or just like leave me there to just like just nail me up and leave me yeah and don't look at me yeah I'm done. so it's like wow that's kind of an interesting thing that like a character like just he went through all these emotions like in one yeah. song Wow. That's like, what I, I got from it. It's crazy. There's all these references. Yeah. And even just like his, uh, the bridge part, I think, I guess we keep talking about like, like the never go against the family, but just like the question where it's like, did you ever get to be a child? So I'm thinking that maybe that's like a psychiatrist or something talking to this guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, well, who's the family? And when I was thinking about that, I imagined, you know, one of those like young like like Jackson 5 or like even Brian Wilson and like the Beach Boys like just them kind of carrying like they were the superstars kind of carrying this family yeah. musically. Well, and I'm thinking there's a lot of pressure cuz like yeah. even with your own family it's like you know what? Can you just like shut up and like sing your music and make your money and right. like, take care of us and like who cares about everything else or your feelings, or your mm. emotions, or your thoughts? Yeah. Even the family could be extended to, like, their fan base, too. I don't know. That could be a thing, too. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know. And it could have nothing to do with actual family, <laughs> but you're right. It could be, like, metaphorical family, like yeah. his band or mm-hmm. his record label or, so an, you know. Another interesting thing about that section, too, is that there's multiple voices. Like, there's harmonies there. And where everything else, he, it's just him singing by himself. So I feel like that section is, I don't know. Meaningful. Yeah, and that's in that way. And yeah, I don't know. That's <laughs> that's the main things that I kind of got on it. Cool. Got from final it. thought. Final, oh, final thought? <laughs> yeah. I like it. No, that was good. Really, you think? <laughs> but no, I, I just, I found the biblical references about like betrayal and stuff really cool. Um, just like the opposites of everything, like the duality of like loud and quiet. It's like his inside, outside persona, his confident and like self-conscious, you know, person. Like this guy went through a lot of shit in one, in like three, three and a half minutes. <laughs> Yeah, you know? and just like even the sounds too. Like you described the sounds, you're just like, yeah, it's so jarring at the beginning, and then it's kind of soft, and then it's jarring again, and just yeah, it's. I think it was purposely done, like, just to kind of you know, express what he wanted to do with this this little mm-hmm. story of this musician. <laughs> really good. It was really good. I think now even talking about it so much, like I really like it now. Yeah, I think it more than I did. Made me like And it. well done, right? Like Yeah. I think for me I tend to invest in the people who write the music. So obviously like I, I'm obsessed with River. 
Yes. But I just like to figure out why he chose something over, you know, something else or figure out just like why he did it or why what he's trying to say. Like he's he's pretty confusing guy, but things that he does, like when he writes music, even just listening to his Let's Write Our Song project, it was interesting when he was like talking about the lyrics and stuff like that, like someone was criticizing like being cheesy and stuff, but he's like, well, if it gets the point across, you know, I'm going to use it type stuff. Yeah. So I do what I want in Rivers Cuomo. (laughs) Cheesy or not, leave me alone. Exactly. Yeah. So that's just, I don't know. I don't know what else to say. Just that I like the song. I mean, I probably would have liked it anyway. It's good. But the Um, more I delved (laughs) into it, it made me like it more. I kind of like confirmed why I liked it. for sure. (laughs) I thought it was interesting. We were talking about like what song you'd want to do that you would even like pick this song because it's so new. Yeah. But now that we've done it, I'm I'm so happy. Like I couldn't be happier than (laughs) I was worried too with like a discussion on it Mm because and now I'm excited to see like what happens in the future with this song or the film. So we'll have to update everybody Mm -hmm. or just even their future songs. Like if they're even going to be like telling a story or not, but you know, it's, I guess it's our own interpretations, right? Yeah. (laughs) And we can just prove it with, you know, it's like writing an essay. (laughs) That's what it felt like when I was analyzing it. If I ramble enough, it'll make sense to you, right? (laughs) Totally. (laughs) Well, let's rate these, this sucker then. All right. Um, You go first. Okay. I get, so this is Rachel and I give California Snow a lightning strap, a Weezer prom picture, Scott in a vest, Pat Jammin on the drums, a blue album River's Head, and a Blazer Brian for a total of 11. Oh, man. I was like, <laughs> I feel like I should have given it a higher rating after listening to herself ramble on about it. I it know. Just made me it's like we ramped that sucker up, but <laughs> totally. no, it's okay. We've got to stick right. with our, our, our uh, gut. Yes. So I went with Lightning Strap. Laser Eyes Rivers and Blazer Brian for a total of eight. So, so We Are Weezer gives <laughs> California Snow 9.5, which is a good <laughs> number. That's true. If it should be higher. 10. We probably, like, if you had asked us to do it right now, we probably would have given it like our bonus one or two our more. bonus rating that we were talking about yes, earlier. <laughs> a bonus Blazer Brian, but. But alas. It should be uh, Blazer Cult, Brian. And it's like purple <laughs> shirt. <laughs> All right. We'll be back. <laughs> Rachel, what do we have next? Coming up next, we've got episode 34, and it's going to be In the Garage, featuring special guest host from the Mount Rushmore podcast, Michael. Ooh, I'm really excited. That's cool. Yeah, I'm going to go be on their podcast on Monday, mm-hmm. and or you know soon, and then he's going to be on our show. We also have mini episode number five coming up on Rivers Solo Shows by Juliet. So she'll touch on some of the discussions that we had today. 
and we will have a mini episode number six coming up, which is TBD still. So we've had a little bit of talking on the side about our merch, and so we have news with that. Why don't you tell the kids? Yeah, I've been kind of checking out some designs that Rachel had, you know, drawn up and like little ideas, and I think the food thing is really... It's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. Like I've had some ideas to draw like Weezer foods, like Weezer based foods. The pineapple thing is kind of in the works right now. Uh, Yeah, pineapple mon or whatever they call it. I drew a weird character like that. And I thought that would be kind of cute for like a sticker or like t-shirt pins or just something small. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be a t-shirt. But I recently drew like Weezer as ghosts. And I so that'll be a cool design. Yeah, I sent it to Rivers on Snapchat, and he uh, screenshotted it. So I don't know when that's gonna go up, but it says Halloween. So you're gonna be Quomod soon. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I've been Quomod twice now. Ooh, I like it. Um, so, so is that the only way to get Quomod is to Snapchat him? Well, he, I think he takes like um, people's comments as well. So comment on his Instagram as well, because there was okay. one that he tweeted, and I was just like oh my God, I think I said that. And I went back and I was like, I totally wrote that. And he took it from there and then he tweeted it. So he does that So too. write him random things. Yeah. <laughs> right. And Snapchat him pictures of your art. He's pretty random though. Like there's, oh, he sometimes will open them and just leave them. And like, that's like another type of heartbreak. <laughs> You're just like, damn. I kind of worked really Not hard. Not good enough, apparently. I worked really hard on that, and he just looked at it, and that was it. <laughs> but he, I think he gets a lot of messages from tons of people. So I think you just got to get him at a certain time when he's checking and just, like, on top of everybody else sending stuff. So it's just, mm-hmm. yeah, so we'll, he likes it. We'll, uh, <laughs> our, our merch is down right now. Yeah. If you noticed, I don't know, probably not. <laughs> But when we reopen, we're going to have like a bunch of stuff. Like it'll be a combo of my designs and Sue Ann's designs and hopefully stuff that like will actually be cool. Not just like, you know, our logo on a mug. So that's (laughs) the plan uh, to have actual cool stuff that people want to like. Maybe wear, just represent wees, I guess, the wees. Like fun, (laughs) cool stuff. Well, it's kind of. Original. Yeah. And it's kind of. Oh, yeah. You were telling me about the bad (laughs) t-shirt. Yeah. We won't name. Names. Yeah, you don't have to name names, but I. I but you know what I mean it. now, right? Oh yeah, <laughs> I think I've seen um, they've tried to add me on Instagram before, or they follow you and stuff like that, and then you go I mean, and you're just like, like, what is this? <laughs> it's not. It's just not for me. I mean, it's not like ugly. It's just not <laughs> for me. Yeah, <laughs> I will say you're so, so uh, diplomatic and, about it and so nice about it. I can't talk crap about anything Weezer or Weezer related. But, um, also, we have coming up, besides Michael from Mount Rushmore Podcast, we're going to have Jen and Patrick from My Name is Weezer. And it has been confirmed. Like, I haven't told any, well, I've told Juliet, but like Lori Schreiner is going to be a guest host on oh, an upcoming cute show so i'm really excited we're gonna treat her like a normal person try not to be a weirdo around her (laughs) 
we're going to just talk about the wheeze and it's going to be great. So, That's um, so cool. And she, she has I'm like really excited about scoops, that. Yeah. On tour with them and stuff. Yes. That's so cool. Or just like a, like normal stories that like, I know we all want to know, but maybe mm-hmm. just hear it coming from somebody who like knows is nice. <laughs> yeah. She seems like such a sweet lady. Like, yeah. I yeah, think I so. like she's just a genuine nice person. Mm-hmm. Really so cool. Yeah. Which also n- makes me feel like I know Scott is too and like mm. I don't know. <laughs> like I know. I feel like I know them, man, even Aww. though we don't. <laughs> and Carl promised he's going to be on one day oh. and so there's just like there's a lot. Like you have to come yeah. back. Obviously. Oh, thank you. I will gladly come back <laughs> if you ever um, need me, just let me know. It, and at least if like at the least your merch will be up with all the other merch <laughs> sooner right. than that. <laughs> yeah, you're a busy bee. Thank you, Brian, for the sound. Right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Where can the people find you on social media? We'll put you up on the website too, but um I'm only on Instagram really. I mean, I don't even have a proper website. Yeah. <laughs> That's how uh, organized I am. But you do like work in graphic design if people need yeah i'm a freelance graphic designer so if anyone needs some digital assets some sweet digital assets just hit me up on my oh i guess i could put my email (laughs) yeah um and i'll just be uh well you'll just have to find it on on your (laughs) weezer i don't want to what's your design (laughs) instagrams at username well right now it's like a bunch of sketches it's like sketches in my sketchbook i haven't actually put like my digital work up there yet like that's how that's how like (laughs) baby i am well we'll put you on the website and if people want to check you out they can and then you'll you'll also be featured on the merch le merch le merch Follow We Are Weezer on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at We Are Weezer. You can email us at weareweezerforever at gmail.com. Forever. I think that's everything. Yeah. Thank, thank you, Sue Ann, for all of your time. Oh, thank you for having me. And for being on the show <laughs> and suggesting this great song Yay. and our awesome <laughs> season two logo. Oh, right. And right. well, thank you for, you know, everything. Kind of like going, like you kind of kept it going. You're going strong and you're making your little connections, connections everywhere, you know, getting all these guests and stuff like that. It's awesome. It just keeps me going. I have like a lot of <laughs> shit going on in my life and Aww. to this is like my happy place yeah, and I don't want to let it go and so I'm just going to keep trying and keep trucking and hey, I'm all for luckily, supporting that. <laughs> people have been like really awesome and jumped in and Juliet's always been there and <laughs> Brian's an awesome I mean, he. I found him as a freelancer too, and he's an awesome audio engineer and professional. And like, I barely have to give him direction anymore. Like, that's how that's awesome. easy it is, and that's really nice. And I'm gonna apologize to him right now for all the background noises that he probably has to edit. Out I'm on sure my you're end. fine. <laughs> I'm sure you're fine. We did we did but the best we you. could. <laughs> At least it's recording, and so like that's all you can ask for. True. <laughs> all right. Well. I guess guess that's it. We're going to wrap it up and see you on the flip side. (laughs) Yeah. Adios, guys. Later.
We are weezer. We are weezer. We are weezer, and I love you.